0: Hello everybody, welcome to Take the Black Not-So-Live, the show where myself, Dan Selke of WintersComing.net and Mia Johnson of DorksUpofTheForce.com talk about all things Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, Star Wars, Marvel, Superheroes, Sci-Fi, Fantasy, Dragons, Lasers, etc. And today we are coming at you uh, pre-recorded because of technical difficulties I'm sure you've experienced that we all have, we n- never liked them. Uh, so it's going to be me and Mia just talking in our little bubble without help from you guys. I'm sorry about that. Still feel free to leave your comments. We'd still like to read them, but I hope we'll be back uh, in that, up to full speed there, soon. Mia, how are you doing this week, the week of mid-April,
1: 2021? (laughs) I know, it's already mid-April pretty right well i looked outside i went outside i saw the lake today i had to go kind of do a quick drive it's so beautiful i was like oh man i just i'm so happy that spring is here and the weather's looking nice
0: it is very beautiful outside i'm liking that a lot it's kind of weird like coming off the pandemic year um i i almost i mean it sounds cheesy but i like i almost look at outdoor and indoor spaces that are not my apartment in a new way That I really didn't (laughs) kind of before. Do you know what I mean? Do you want to hear something
1: funny? So kind of yes. Last week I went to I was going on a walk to the lake, and it takes me maybe like ten minutes to just kind of get there from my apartment. Mm -hmm. I put on like the soundtrack or the music that plays in Disney World (laughs) while I was going on my (laughs) walk. So it kind of felt I was like, oh my gosh, look, I'm like here, and it's so magical and awesome, and that just really elevates the So If you ever go on a walk and you want to kind of have that disney experience just go to youtube put on the soundtrack <laughs> and you'll be sick
0: <laughs> it does feel like we're coming out of not only a literal winter but a long spiritual winter brought on by um the pandemic which is just an interesting phenomenon but you know what's not in a winter is game of thrones which is right now right like a segue that um which is now Having a bit a big resurgence, it's the anniversary, mm-hmm. ten year anniversary game. HBO is going all out to promote it. In fact, they sent me a huge box of swag for the marathon event. You think about <laughs> that while I get it.
1: Okay, awesome. I've been waiting for this. I love unboxings. <gasps> the
0: marathon. Mara oh, I have unboxed it all already. I'm not going to like literally do it in front of you. But um, well, the box I was it's quite still a thought
1: that counts. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be able to lift this and show it. I would <laughs> I, this was full so I couldn't do that. It is quite elaborate. For example, I got this uh, very thick uh, Marathrone hooded
1: sweater. Nice that I will now
0: ask you to Make some color commentary over while I'm still to put it on over my head.
1: Oh, it looks very warm on the inside. We've got a nice lining. It says mirror thrown on the back. Hooded, black, so it goes with anything and everything. And you look very comfy. (laughs) Perfect for those long nights where you're sitting watching HBO Max and streaming till the sun goes up and down.
0: (laughs) I did lose an earbud, though, while I was putting it on. One second.
1: we already had technical difficulties the last time and now we've got this oh, uh, damn. Whatever.
0: i'm sure it'll come i'm sure it'll turn up eventually
1: just anyway, so shake. that's
0: that <laughs> it'll, it'll come you out. look
1: like a penguin a little bit this is it's a good look on you
0: is that good or bad i like it i mean it's <laughs> the wrong time of year for it it's kind of like they want to send you the winter thing when like it's turning to spring but whatever yeah. i appreciate the thought oh, next yeah. year it'll be all the raid i mean in keeping with the uh, winter is coming, but not really theme, I also got this lovely long sleeve sweatshirt. Wow. Ugh. The Marathon. The where the are they minutes. sending these things? To like the northern Minnesota where it's still kind of cold? I'm not sure.
1: But, yeah, but- I like it. <laughs> All the LA journalists out there. Oh, I feel bad for them.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> now you've got, like, the Emperor Palpatine thing going on. What's going on, Dan?
0: Yeah. I kind of like it. It, it, it. it fits my inner my my, my inner Dark Prince. Um, a very nice letter. Dear Winter is Coming Aww. in fake uh, handwritten script. I've been part of the fandom. It's legacy for these past years. And now your rewatch begins. A lot of this is getting people to rewatch the show. The Mayor of Throne. Marathon. Uh-huh. I don't think that quite works as a pun, by the way. I don't know why. Like, it doesn't rhyme. So I, I have a trouble connecting it, but I, I get it. I appreciate the effort.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I got a marathon chocolate bar that I'm looking forward Whoa. to eating.
1: Not iron bad. bar. <laughs> the
0: iron bar. Not bad. An intense, heavy, intense chocolate, darker than the night.
1: That's wonderful. That sounds okay to
0: me, frankly. <laughs> We're also getting some mugs. Looks like before we take off the little packaging. And then Marathon oh. mugs. Hang wow. around with that. You know, um, my most used Game of Thrones swag from over the year definitely are mugs. Yeah. I, 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 I tend to get sent these, and then, like, these are useful. I'll keep these.
1: Yeah. Yeah. would have look nice in the office. Well, eventually, maybe, and no, I'll sure. we'll be back there.
0: Well, some of this stuff, I, I, I wonder if I'll give away for the Wick Club this month. Mm. Would, would any of you like this? Because it might be hard now because kind of, I'm kind of getting into it.
1: You broke it in at least, so now you know it's nice and it's roomy and cozy for everyone.
0: Of course, we got Wildling Popcorn. <laughs> How's that related exactly? I'm not 100% sure, but it's nice. A Marathon necklace to wear very nice
1: it's a, a metal it's not necessary <laughs> and
0: finally i i will keep these or give them away as you guys if you guys want this stuff let me know because i could do a wick clip giveaway um some game of thrones socks check that out
1: i figured i am not a,
0: a a fancy sock person normally but mm-hmm. um this is very sweet and you know it's part yeah. of my my life for a while and it's free you got like Stark, Baratheon, Lannister, Targaryen, all the sigils on there.
1: Ah, That's I can't nice. Even throw the socks. Excuse me. Seriously, guys. <laughs>
0: oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, continue. You continue.
0: Where is that thing? Where is it? It's <laughs> well, in
1: there this somewhere. This isn't live. We're, Thank- We're No, yet.
0: yeah, I'm sorry. It's not live. But seriously, guys, before we go on, if you do want any of this uh comment because this could be a good wick club giveaway for this month <laughs> it does seem kind of natural but yeah thanks for okay this is going off no thanks for hbo for uh sending us all this stuff is promote the mirror which you know we said before for the iron universe are doing a lot of stuff there um kind of encouraging rewatches. they have mm-hmm. these different paths you can re-watch on oh. like watch this path for all the white walker episodes watch this path for all the nearest targaryen episodes etc and so forth they're raising money for a bunch of different charities by doing that. Oh, nice! Um, I'm never entirely sure exactly how. Like, I guess you rewatch and you pledge, or people see you rewatching, or you update it, and then they pledge to keep you rewatching things like that. Um, they added, you know, the module to the homepage, and they have all kinds of interviews and videos going up. The Conan O'Brien interviews available, and I think, like, I'm going to go ahead and say, I am. S- sure that by the end of the month, they'll show something of House of the Dragon. Wouldn't that be a nice finale?
1: I think it would. Just give us a little something to, you know, have hope for.
0: Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense, like, to end this kind of celebratory Game of Thrones month with the look at the future. What's Mm -hmm. next for the franchise? And speaking of that, it's also been an interesting time to kind of, like, take the temperature of the room in terms of What Game of Thrones was, where it's going, and whether it still has momentum. Because we've discussed before, the show is so, so huge. um, Obviously, Mm -hmm. enormous. Um, And then it ended in a very uh, divisive way, with a lot of people saying, I loved it, I hated it, in between. And there is there was a narrative for a while that it was going to kind of like that was it it felt face to the earth and clearly hbo is betting the other way hbo is betting no you want more we're going to make one two three four five six seven series plus a play that you're going to want to watch so that they're betting big on it yeah and then there are definitely a oh my um a cadre of particularly sort of I'm sure you have some experience with this maybe in Star Wars fandom. Um, <laughs> d- upset fans who even years later seem to be like keeping the hatred going. Yeah. Like I- if you get online, in, in you know, because in Twitter for like where, where I run in, there's a lot of Game of Thrones chatter, obviously. Mm-hmm. And y- you do notice like kind of the same people coming up saying like just like just seeming to like live to put down yeah. the showrunners. <laughs> to crap on the show. Um, And I love the narrative that no one talks about Game of Thrones anymore, which is said by people who are literally talking about it while they say it. That's always very interesting. And there are also plenty of folk who are just to... I mean, like... The negative tends to stand out, but it, it's always um there are also plenty of folk who love talking about it just in general, plenty of accounts that are still dedicated to it for kicks. There's yeah. one account called We Still Love Game of Thrones that I kinda of think is funny. Oh. Like they were, I think, made in like up to the narrative. And all of that is kind of gotten brought back up this month and this past week because there's been so much new attention to it. And I, there's been a couple of new big video essays coming out. Um that are like one that got a few hundred thousand views already i think from captain midnight who i watch occasionally he's okay um about the continued relevance of it so i guess the question is what is the continued relevance of it and does this series have the momentum to go uh the distance Mm -hmm. and stay in the pop culture consciousness because i gotta say two years in it feels like it still is I mean, obviously, we're not at the height it was, but folks still talk about it online. I mean, a site like Winter is Coming can still (laughs) exist and do okay. (laughs) Um, And whenever they release those parent analytics reports that kind of measure demand among people, measured by like how often they're talking about Game of Thrones, it's still two years out, still like almost always near the top, even though Mm -hmm. it's like long over. So, I do think there's still plenty of interest. Um, I think this is sort of proving it. I also think that narrative that it's horrible and over forever is very much still out there. But yeah. I don't think that counteracts that there's a lot of interest. In fact, it might support it.
1: Probably. Yeah. Just I love your response. But I'm going to
0: look for the earbud
1: okay. for a second while, <laughs> yeah. while you do. As I talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you were saying with the people who are kind of like, you know, it's it's done and over. Yeah, they're still talking about it and they're still, you know, kicking the name up. Um, uh, oh, oh, we've got a fine, but <laughs> I think you can still hear me while I talk. Yes, I can. Um, okay, awesome. So... Yeah, it's kind of, it's hard for me because I'm not, like, I'm very much on the outskirts of this Game of Thrones fandom, so whatever I hear, it's either, like, you know, tweets from, you know, on Winter's Coming, or some of your writers, or some of the people that I know, Um, so that's what I'm, I'm trying to, like, feel it in my head, like, where, where am I feeling this in my head? It definitely, I'll say, it doesn't feel like it's gone away, or like it's died down, that definitely doesn't feel like anything that's happened and um i think you know there would be this maybe bigger response with all these shows coming out if it was just like really hate and they were like why are they doing this you know why why is hbo even trying i haven't seen that kind of huge reaction i know there's always you know the vocal minority that you're talking about but it seems to still be well received and you know like even the people who were in the poll you know last week or whenever that was like the Daenerys stands they're still full out and whatever they oh, did works
0: the Daenerys <laughs> stands are do not come to play like they are very uh passionate about about their yeah. chosen stand um well let me ask you this because because you're a Star Wars expert, and this is sort of we, we, we can pivot through all the time. I mean, Star Wars came out in like what 77, mm. 80 and eighty two, three, something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I
1: mean,
0: <laughs> and like don't make me and, do the
1: math off the top of my head.
0: Gotcha. And um, and then I mean, it 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 went dormant at least in the big way for until ninety nine, which was Phantom Menace. So like, well over a decade. <laughs> What kept the fans going in that period, to your knowledge?
1: That is a good question. I think this was... We were kind of done, I would say, by the 90s. Maybe, I think there were still... It was still kind of at time of re-releases. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, you probably I do remember still the re-releases. Had VHS was becoming a thing around this time. So, I think maybe, in part, it was kind of the keeping that alive through the re-releases it was still something completely you know groundbreaking on its own so i think that kept it alive as well yeah um and people just kind of really into collecting i'm pretty sure was it that you know collecting toys for adults (laughs) by that time and especially it's
0: it's it's its infancy it's hardly pioneering mm -hmm, that
1: mm -hmm. and you've got now okay maybe 20 or so years later these people who are having this nostalgia for the film that they grew up on and all that stuff so of course when george lucas you know reintroduces it Um, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, kind of for us, whenever we see nostalgia stuff now, it's like, oh wow, you know, they're bringing it back. And so that's what I think kind of kept it going, um, between the re-releases and just this attachment in nostalgia.
0: I mean, I think there were also, like, novels and stuff, but I'm not 100% sure. Like, yeah, um, yeah all the legend
1: stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> no longer canon, but, you know, they still acknowledge it a little bit.
0: I remember one time I took, like, a uh, math course over the summer, um, mm-hmm. like, to pick up an extra credit. And my, like, professor was just, like, <laughs> reading a, a Star Wars <laughs> paperback while they we were taking a test. I'm like, I don't know why it's stuck out it in my head. But but I, I clearly remember that moment. That's funny. Um, and of course, today studios don't want to wait over a decade. They want things right the hell now. Mm-hmm. Like we're always talking about how there are thirteen thousand Marvel shows coming. There are like ten Star Wars shows coming. They're making two Witcher spinoffs. Last I checked, and that show's like fresh out of the gate. Um, there are stories about that all over the place. And if anything, waiting like three years for a new yes. Game of Thrones show. Honest to God, it almost feels like a long time today. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Given, that like, is, how quickly
0: things come out.
1: Yeah. And I, I get it. To me, it almost feels like, well, yeah, let's let's give it some breathing room. To me, mm-hmm. three years would feel like good breathing room, but compared to the competition, it's like, yeah, at this point, three years is kind of, like, ancient.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it's a thing, like, you can't really unring the bell. Like, I... I'm, I wouldn't mind if things. I mean, you you, you know would, would would take more time off, but mm-hmm. um, they just don't like the the economies of what what you demand of what streamers and networks demand require you do things really 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 fast. Um, and I think they're actually going to want to keep put them out that quickly once it gets going. But I don't mind the break. I I yeah. I, I wish more studios would be a little more. Uh, sensitive to that sort of thing so before we move on um we're passing we're celebrating game of thrones all week all month here really with all kinds of articles we got quizzes up on wick for you what house are you oh me i should take a what house are you quiz i wonder oh, which one you are <laughs> that i'm gonna one guess you're baratheon i have no oh yeah that was about monday Okay. identify the lines, match the romances, all good times. We also have this graphic I thought we would play really quick and also you yes. guys, anybody watching, please um, if flashes on the screen, play it with us. A fun little thing where the first initial of your first name is who you're fighting for, last initial is who you're fighting against, and your zodiac sign is how you die. Although, I am just want to see now, oh, okay, no, I'm good. So I, Dan Selke, <laughs> I am fighting for House Tully against the Dothraki, and I get my head lobbed clean off. Um, Mia, <laughs> where? what is your Game of Thrones fate?
1: Okay. So, my Game of Thrones fate. Um, let us see. So, House Valyrian is who I'm fighting for. Um, House Baratheon is who nice. I'm fighting against. And <laughs> my head is crushed, or head crushed by the mountain is how I die, which one of the most gruesome deaths, and I hate thinking about that one.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry that I had to do that, but yeah, um, that is one of the worst ones. I missed Flane Alive when I was writing it. I, someone like said, like, oh, worse than Flane Alive. I'm like, oh, why didn't I include Flane Alive on this? That would have been more fun <laughs> next time. Wow, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Congratulations, new Capricorns, who just get to die of old age. <laughs>
0: You know what I learned? That apparently it is Capricornus. Like, that's what it's on the graphic. And we have people asking, like, what's Capricornus? And I'm like, I don't know. And I looked it up and like, oh, it's actually Capricornus. Wow. Hmm.
1: Who knew? Yeah, I I just realized that.
0: (laughs) I know. It was new to me.
1: Capricornus. Well, that was very fun. I hope everyone else kind of... We'll go back and check if you want to leave your response in the comments. Yeah,
0: leave leave who you're fighting for, who you're fighting against, and how you die. Uh, Richard would be just for fun. Fighting for the wildlings, of course. Um, Against House Tully, naturally. I don't know when the hell he's born, but I'm going to go ahead and say that he is eaten by hounds.
1: (laughs) We'll figure out if that Um, was accurate or not after the show. (laughs) We can.
0: <laughs> he gives off very um virgo energy i didn't mean it to sound off like that i don't know what that means but he definitely <laughs> does all right anyway mia moving on uh what are we watching this week well some new things some old things some familiar things we're watching the falcon and the winter soldier with the new episode the whole world is watching That's what it's called mm-hmm. and, I, and i i think you'll agree with me when i say um that was pretty good
1: yeah yeah i was very much impressed with this and i think last time zemo was starting to grow on me this time i've watched each one at least twice now this one zemo i don't know what it is i just love now that he has a personality um you know they were able to kind of you know let him uh daniel brule like let him play let him be the character outside of you know the the typical villain banter and stuff like that that we've seen in civil war so he is so so awesome i love that he's kind of sometimes one step ahead of everybody like um in this scene where he goes and he's he brings the candy to the children
0: and yeah, then it's very he,
1: he talks them into you know getting them to find the funeral for them mm-hmm. um and there's been a couple other times too where you're wondering like Is he going to double-cross us? Is he going to help us? Um, Well, he ended up running away anyway at the end of the episode, so... I mean, like, he ran away. Like,
0: I'm I'm not sure I can call it an escape. Like, it was fun. Like, (laughs) they they were fighting against um, the The Wakandan guards. There we go. Sorry, I was going to ask you.
1: What are they called? Dormilaje.
0: The Dormilaje. Yeah. And he didn't really escape. He just, like, kind of sauntered... Slowly to the door, closed yeah. it quietly and politely, and just walked out. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one to blame but yourself, really, people. Um, that was a good fight scene, by the way. The door, and I love that. Yeah. The um, Winter Soldier, Falcon, and I know all the names, and Wyatt, Captain America, whose name is Walker, John Walker. There we go. Yeah. I got it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just going to let you struggle. <laughs>
0: and then, no, I will get it. And then Battlestar, whose name is Lamar. I know all of these names. Check Yay. me out. <laughs> I mean, not... t- t- to me... Uh, so- sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, okay. Um, No, I was, no, okay, yeah. was going to talk about kind of the John Walker thing because they mm-hmm. are taking us an interesting place. At first, I wasn't one to be like, oh, I really, really hate this character. I don't know if I can still say I hate him, but they are, you know, showing that he's like it's hard for me to wrap my my head around his character um i think there was this old captain america quote that i saw on reddit where it was like i think it was dr erskine was erskine was talking to steve and um he was like you know there are a lot of good soldiers but not a lot of good men and so somebody was Mm. like yeah john walker is a good soldier but is he a good man and it's like the way he, he went like sicko mode on that, you know, the guy who <laughs> when he was chasing him down at the end of the episode and he's got blood on his shield. And it was like,
0: yeah, that oh was intense. Gosh. That yeah. was um by far the best bit of the episode where John Walker pops off and just brutally murders a man yeah. while they're all recording them on their cell phones. I mean, also very kind of relevant to today, what we see a lot. Mm-hmm. Um they definitely went there and made him more interesting. I mean, th- there is part of me that's like, what, what did you think was going to happen? Like, you <laughs> yeah. give someone like, you give, <laughs> obviously, the replacement Captain America wasn't going to be a good guy. He was going to go dark at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, It this kind of obsessive nature to his personality where he decided to take the serum, make himself yeah. super strong. And then, you know, it's a classic conflict, right? You have a lot of power. What do you do with it? If you're Steve Rogers, you're used to help people. If you're John Walker, you take your shield and punch in somebody's chest over and over and over after they kill your buddy. Um, It's good imagery for a Marvel show to have the Captain America shield all covered in blood and certainly a psychopathic, wild-eyed looking Captain America standing over the mutilated body of a man who just killed. Um, It raises the stakes and, you know, often Marvel has a problem where they don't really uh, like to kill people or if they do, don't let them stay dead. Mm-hmm. Um I mean th- this guy is the guy he killed is like designed to be killed so you can see how bad John Walker is yeah I mean th- there is like a part of me it's like they wouldn't like reveal it was all the decoy with a bunch of blood capsules that were just like pop and it only looked like it and <laughs> can come back through some yeah. kind of necromancy would they because they no, do not I'm- like killing folk permanently in this thing
1: but yeah it's usually like you know more main characters this guy you know one of carly's kind of you know right hand men just kind of hand men seems like he is one of those expendables you know just kind of you know usually people are punched and they kind of are just unconscious or they die off screen this guy i think if lamar is definitely dead then i think this guy is kind of like an eye for an eye um, or battle star
0: what if they both come back
1: Oh, don't see, don't, don't put that in there, but then again, that, that brings up you know, is is Marvel gonna find a way to finally hold this Captain America accountable? Are we, you know, we've been hoping for that in WandaVision, and they kind of backed out of that and saying, you know, we're we'll find a way to even if he is, you know, not necessarily the Avenger that we want. Um, I can maybe see them being like, oh, well, yeah, we can punish this guy because he's not really an Avenger and we might not use yeah, exactly. him down the line. Um, so, I mean,
0: has there yeah. been like a more brutal death scene in the entire MCU? I'm, I'm, You know it better than I do. I'm trying to think. I can't really think I, of one especially.
1: The one thing that like, came to mind, I was going to say, was when Thor uh, killed Thanos the, f- the first time <laughs> where he, you know, swung his um, axe and just knocked his head clean off yeah that was very you know a gruesome image to see but maybe you know it didn't have the same mm-hmm. i was gonna say it didn't have I mean, the same well, yeah, impact as this thing one like,
0: well yeah because like thanos is, is an alien god and a big purple yeah. nine foot tall man and also they brought him back later that movie
1: exactly <laughs>
0: This did seem a lot more stark and brutal. Yeah. And I like that. And it makes me wonder um, where they go from here and how they deal with him. Because if he can do that, could he do that to one of our heroes, Falcon, Winter Soldier, either of them? Yeah. God, can you imagine? It would be very, very intense. Um, Now, like, so I'm not sure I love the show's message. I'm not sure I hate it either. I'm just going to say what I think it is, and then we can talk about it. Um, (laughs) Where it's this, I guess... Power is, uh, is can corrupt, but not mm-hmm. if it gets, but not if the right people wield it. So, power is kind of neutral. If John Walker has power, he's mm-hmm. a bit of a budding psycho, American psycho type who's going to abuse it and murder people and probably go on to do even worse things. If Steve Rogers has it, he's cool. He'll always do the right thing. Um, and you can trust him with it i don't know mm-hmm. if i really believe that i wonder if maybe more there should like power does corrupt no matter what and the key is to have other safeguards around it so you, no one has that much of it uh-huh. um, but it is a classic superhero theme right i mean it's all about what you do yeah. with power and of course superheroes have power and they do good things with it and the villain do bad things with it and i guess um i guess i'm kind of on Zemo's side a little bit maybe with uh no one should have that kind of power like, yeah. I'm the real world. In the Marvel <laughs> world, I'm pretty sure it will be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I totally understood. I'm like, when he, you know busted those vials of the super soldiers serum i was like yeah let it stay gone because you see what it's, he it's was created angry. already yeah he <laughs> that was his moral code. they were talking about they were like you know zemo might be a little untrustworthy but he still has a cold and he still has these things that he believed like when he shot the doctor or the scientist back at the lab because he was that right. adamant
0: honestly okay so this is just i wonder if the mcu is spinning out too far because like i've seen all the movies and mm-hmm. i remember he was in civil war but i still don't remember like what his deal was why does he hate super soldiers again
1: um i would have to dig deep to kind <laughs> of remember well okay the the whole thing about him and his thing right with civil war was um in age of Ultron. now we got to go back to age of ultron exactly you know okay, the avengers we're fighting Ultron
0: 1991
1: <laughs> exactly and they blew up um or you know very much damage basically Sokovia you know that's where Scarlet right. Witch is from that's where he was from Um, and you find out at the end of Civil War that his wife and his um, son uh, died okay okay and okay, okay, so okay. instead of you know trying to have this elaborate plot to assassinate one of them or something. He was like, well, why don't I just get the Avengers to, you know, kind of kill themselves from the the inside out, basically. Gotcha. Um, so that could be one part of his, you know, whole, I hate the whole idea of superheroes, superheroes or super beings shouldn't exist. But then they were also saying he's done some stuff where he tried to stop like the Hydra experimentation with the super soldiers too. So I don't oh. know if that was as a result of the Avengers, or before, but that that kind of gives you an overview.
0: I wonder, before we move on, I wonder if, like, because, again, like, I've watched them all. I, I think I pay okay attention, but, like, some of the details just aren't there because we've been yeah. doing this for, like, over a decade now. I wonder, like, if they pay as much attention to detail as they do, as Kevin Feige is so good at doing. Eventually, like, even people who really love this stuff, it, it, it's going to be, like, too much homework. Yeah. Like, what if like the stories get to a point where it's referencing like this movie from 2009 and this one from 2012 and this one from 2016 and then this tv show in wandavision this TV mm-hmm. show that looking after that you're like and it's like dude i have other things to do with my <laughs> life i can't just yeah. spend it all remembering this
1: yeah that's why they created marvel legends which is on disney plus and it's kind of like five to maybe ten minutes focusing on each character So, they did, like, Wanda, they done Vision, and then they did, you know, Bucky, Falcon, Zemo, and Sharon Carter as well. Just to be like, just in case you missed anything, here's the recap of that character. (laughs) So, I'm sure they're going to continue to do it with, like, Loki, and then maybe whatever else comes next. Hawkeye, probably, too.
0: Overall, I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to the two finale episodes.
1: Yeah, I can't believe that. (laughs)
0: I mean, it's only six. And then I think we'll get a bit of a break because Loki airs in like June summer, August. Oh, June 11th. Oh, it's not that much of a break. We'll be fine.
1: No, I want it out.
0: Really? (laughs)
1: No, I want to rest. Well, this is the one that I've been looking the most forward to. So it's just going to have to be a delayed gratification sort of thing.
0: Cool. And um, The Nevers came out. The new HBO uh, Joss Whedon program about victorian women with x-men powers fighting against an upper crust english society that does not believe they should exist and um it seemed to have gone over fine um it didn't like blow up the internet it wasn't cursed to hell either it got good ratings um people watched it um like I said before, I enjoyed the episode there were some that I've watched more or less I'm looking forward to seeing more. I don't know if it's gonna be able to get really a really a really good foothold. it's so quirky in like a really uh, aggressively quirky almost that yeah. I wonder if people are gonna connect with it um but I like it and I'll be curious to see how people respond as it as it keeps rolling
1: yeah it the quirky thing. For sure, is I think something that might be kind of like a barrier of, of entry. Actually, I think like because the trailer did such a good job of showing you what this show mm. is, I think there might be some of those slower moments or those moments where things start to get a little clunky, where people are like, you know, what I was promised, you know, uh, mutant fighting superhero ladies, <laughs> and it's like you get that, you and they definitely it. put that in the beginning as well. But then it slows down. You've got st- kind of like when they're talking. Um, the opera scene that was this first one right (laughs) because I don't want to yeah they're talking at the opera and they're kind (laughs) of going on and and, you know waxing poetic and getting philosophical and it's like yeah I understand it but I also want to you know get back to the action and then they kind of did as well with the introducing malady and all that um Maybe I'm just projecting. I just want it to be like a straightforward superhero show. Whereas it, it's like it is, but also it likes it to take weird. its time as well and build up to those moments.
0: It's like, that's why you and I are, are, are good for a show because we are different kinds of viewers. Like I literally thought the opposite. Like that conversation was my favorite part of the episode. Like I liked it when I watched the. Fr- I'm, I'm not kidding.
1: Yeah. No, no, like, no. no I, I like that.
0: Like I liked that. I thought. I liked the dialogue. I, it, it, like, sometimes the dialogue is a bit too much. Like, Mallory's mm-hmm. dialogue is like, God, how much crazy do you have to talk just, like, over and over? But um, I thought they all were kind of in character. I was learning new things about them. I thought, like, there was good interplay between the different personalities. I liked sort of... I enjoyed learning about the word employee and its origins. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I thought that was that was literally my favorite scene of the episode. And I liked the slower moments in the other episodes. And I actually thought that they could have, like... I thought... I thought the fight scene of the car chase came too soon in that opening bit. I was like, "Can we build up to this?" But again, yeah, you, I'm guessing, uh, enjoyed those bits. Yeah. I- and I enjoyed them. I just thought that, like, and I, I, I could, I could do with more talking in that bit.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, the first part though did kind of spring on me pretty fast. I think that might have been something I might have had to like rewind that part too because it seemed to go from like really zero to one hundred really quick. It did, yeah. And you've got this whole mission. Like, wait, why is she fighting people? And and why are these people are kidnapping starved? the yeah. girl? And and I guess you know the whole kidnapping and the mass thing is something that'll you know uh, play out as well and the mystery will unfurl but can i um, spring um
0: oh, sorry go ahead no
1: no no no, no you go
0: <laughs> can i spring a somewhat uh controversial question on you
1: oh let's go
0: okay so obviously obviously the discourse around this show has a lot to do with you know it itself And also the cloud that hangs over because of Joss Whedon's involvement and subsequent departure Mm -hmm. after it came out. I mean, he was, I mean, in summary, accused of inappropriate behavior by several actors he's worked with, including, I think, most notably, I mean, to me, it was like Charisma Carpenter, like, really got the full thing going. Although that was after he left. Charisma Carpenter, Michelle Trachtenberg, Ray Fisher, um, Amber Benson. Um, he's been canceled, he's gone, and I have seen a lot of reviews that talk about it a lot. I figured that some reviewers would make their opinions about it more about Joss Whedon than the show, and I do think that's kind of happening. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the idea? Should this show be ushered out of its life on account of its association with Joss Whedon, and the fact that he probably will make money off it, or... Should it be allowed to go on and stand on its own? Uh, given that you know it's not like J.K. Rowling, one person who wrote a book. This is a show with hundreds of people yeah. involved in it in its creation.
1: Ooh. Hmm, that's a good question because I know we were talking yeah. last week, kind of about you know Joss being really having his his stamp on this, Oh, and I was like
0: slathered all over it.
1: I was like, I wouldn't mind if they had, if they wanted to continue and, you know, try to either replicate that or maybe let it transform into, you know, whoever the next showrunner is or whatever it may be. Uh, For me, it just, it naturally feels like a show that would have more than one season. And they have some great characters that I feel like it would be such a shame to abandon them because, you know, the actresses are really great. The characters are, are pretty great. Um, I, I I personally don't think this, whatever the story is, that it can be told over the course of just one season. Um, gosh. So, yeah, I know it's kind of, you know, steeped in this controversy, but I would kind of be hopeful to see, you know, maybe they can pull it off somehow and still try to do a second season. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shows before have, I mean, they transition from uh, from from one creative thing to another often mm-hmm. it, it doesn't end well um, i'm thinking like i don't know like a uh, true blood when it switched serial runners it mm. famously kind of became uh, less popular i think seinfeld had that in the final years but um, it, it it it's it's not a rule and I agree with you. I do think there there are... It, it does seem like it would be a waste because clearly there's a lot of creative energy in here and not mm-hmm. just Joss Whedon. I mean, like, I really like a lot of the actors involved in this. I think they're doing yeah. a good job, especially Laura Donnelly and Anne Skelly. Especially, especially Laura Donnelly. I really like Laura Donnelly in this role. I think she's <laughs> really a kind of... A protagonist I am happy to follow around seems to anchor Mm -hmm. scenes quite well. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a good writing staff. There's clearly a lot of resources put into it. I would hope it it gets given a chance. Um, But again, I I guess it'll depend on how folk respond to the coming episodes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how this rounds out because, yeah, we only got to see four episodes. So there's plenty more story to tell.
0: Hopefully, we'll get more um Watch anything else mia
1: i honestly don't think so i feel like every time we come to this i just have amnesia because i might yeah, like I putting the clone wars in the back or i'm reading a star wars All book right. or I'm, I'm pretty sure there's another star wars book in my mailbox as we speak so <laughs> that's just <laughs> been my life and getting prepared for the bad batch too which is coming nice. on may the 4th
0: and next week i, I i'd have something for lunch um we're going to be talking about an, uh, a next week, I promise, a Netflix program, a dark YA fantasy that I cannot name like, out of fear. But we'll be talking about it next Wednesday. Looking forward to that. And until then, you can find us in podcast form on Google Play, iTunes, wherever podcasts are available. Um, give us a listen. Give us a like. And thanks for watching. We will see you next Wednesday at 4 p.m. on the Winter's Coming Facebook page and YouTube page. Bye-bye, everybody. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop
1: culture and everything in between.